0: to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu, and I am your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how freaking powerful you are when it comes to creating the reality you actually want to be living. No more settling, hoping, or waiting on someone to give you what you want, but instead knowing exactly how to create a life that not only looks good from the outside, but one that feels freaking amazing on this podcast. If you are new here, we have a lot of fun. I am very raw, vulnerable, honest, and, I really try to break down the process of manifestation in a way that you can actually start implementing the principles into your daily life, rather than look at manifestation as this elusive concept that you have to devote your whole life to, but instead learn how to integrate it into your day-to-day life and make small yet sustainable changes to up-level the way you show up so that you naturally up-level what shows up in your life. And today's episode, I'm really excited to chat about because we're talking about green flags in relationships. And fun backstory is I went for a run this morning and I literally had to stop my run in the middle and I put my watch on pause because I had such a download from my intuition to record this podcast and what I wanted to talk about. And I was like, okay, this episode is going to be really juicy, really good. I know a lot of people need to hear this because one of the areas that I coach my clients on is how to improve their relationships, whether it's with their in-laws, their friends, creating new meaningful friendships, romantic relationships, either attracting the right partner or improving their relationship with their current partner, with attracting the right staff, colleagues, and so forth. And so anyways, I stopped my run, made a few notes, and then I could carried on. And you know, One thing which I want to stress upon when it comes to manifestation is that we are manifesting all the time. Your life is just a mirror of you. And in the regards of relationships, the first thing I'm going to say is that we have to realize that our relationships are a mirror of who we are being, how we are showing up And the amazing thing is, is that when we commit to doing this deep internal work to improve the way we show up, every area of our life will naturally improve, including the kinds of people that show up in your life. And I know that's a tough pill to swallow, especially as most of us have at least one toxic person in our life. But when we can start to look at those toxic people as just mirrors and they are just revealing a wound that exists within us or a character trait or a defect that we need to work on, it becomes a lot easier to manage those relationships, and we can actually change something within us so that what, or should I say, who shows up also changes. And, you know, whether it's in a magazine or other podcasts or videos, it's so easy to find content on red flags to look for. But here's the thing is that whether it's red flags or anything else in your life, you will get whatever you're looking for. We all have something known as a reticular activating system, which is a group of neurons in our brain that filters our environment based on what is relevant to us. Because at any given moment, there's 2 billion different stimuli coming at us. And if we try to pay attention to all of them, our brains would combust. It's just physically not possible. And so whatever we're focusing on, our reticular activating system will bring our attention to it. And if we're constantly looking for faults in other people or red flags, That is what we're going to find. We're not going to be able to actually build relationships with people because we're constantly finding a reason why they're not good for us. And in today's episode, I'm talking about relationships, but I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about any kind of relationship that you want to build in your life. And it's funny because we think that as adults, we already have our established friends and it's just almost a given, but I say this based on so many conversations I've had with clients, potential clients and so forth, that it's one thing to know a lot of people, but there is a whole different ballgame to have meaningful, unauthentic friendships, friendships that really light you up, uplift you, support you, make you feel safe. And at the end of the day, I think the pandemic has taught us one thing is that we are collaborative and connected beings. We want to have those kinds of rich, meaningful friendships in our life. And, you know, it's funny because we think just being surrounded by a lot of people, we're naturally going to feel more connected. But I'm sure there's been a case that you can probably identify with that you've been surrounded by a lot of people, yet you've never felt more alone. And that is why it's so important to build strong relationships. I saw this on Instagram the other day, something along the lines of that, the right friends are magic in human form. And I could really identify and resonate with that because one area of my life, which I constantly am just so grateful for is my relationships, the people in my life. My, like, When it comes to friends and clients, I truly attract the most high quality, best, best people. And you know, some of my friends, I've literally known them for 34 years i 'm born i'm i 'm thirty four years old and i 've had friends from literally the day I was born and i 'm so grateful because I know that 's not always the case and I have more friends than fingers on my hand, and I know that 's a huge blessing and that 's why I wanted to share based on my past experience past experiences what has really helped me build these strong relationships and also what has really helped my clients and so that 's why today we 're talking about the green flags and here 's the thing is that as Humans, we have so many different primal needs, and these are the core, basic, fundamental needs we need to feel safe and supported in our environment and to just thrive as individuals. And one of them is a sense of belonging. And when we are starved of this basic primal need of belonging, that is when we fill this void with toxic behavior, such as overeating, obsessive social media consumption binge drinking turning to drugs or self-deprecation whatever it is and if you ask me a rich life starts with rich relationships and like i said knowing a lot of people is not the same as having real friends and i remember last september when i had moved to dubai or was exploring it it was a very seamless adjustment and you know i had a lot of people ask me how how is it so easy for you to just do sinking, or like not sinking, that's the wrong word, um, just to blend it or whatever. And I was really reflecting on it. And it was two things that made the whole process so easy is was from day one, I had a routine established, whether it was my work and working out, and then everything else just fit around it. And secondly is connection. And I'm very fortunate that I've worked with a lot of clients in Dubai. And given the nature of my work, those relationships naturally turn into friendships. But I also have a lot of friends and family there. And so that. The connection and routine really helped the whole process very seamless. And that's why today we're not going to focus on red flags that we're to look for. But if that's something you're interested in, then you can go back to a episode, like some episode I did in the past on red flags to look out for. But today we're talking about the green flags. And so irrespective of what kind of relationship you are manifesting for yourself, whether it's romantic, platonic, or anything in between, I'm sharing five green flags to look out for in relationships. And when they're present, it's very easy to, I'm not saying look past people's flaws and potential red flags, but at the same time, if we keep holding people to such high standards that the minute they express one flaw, we scream, ah, red flag, danger, turn away you're never going to give yourself the opportunity to actually build those meaningful relationships. But instead, when you can start to say, okay, this person, we might not agree in every area, but at the same time they have these green flags and they are good people who I want to surround myself with. You'll find that building those connections is a lot easier. And the reality is not everybody is going to give you everything you need, but if one person can satisfy a certain need or where you can connect with and have some, some common ground, then that alone is enough reason to try to at least build a connection. But anywho's, <laughs> the first green flag to look out for in relationships in my ever so humble opinion is someone who has a healthy level of self-awareness who's not afraid to look inwards and take responsibility and accountability for the part they play in the relationship. There are a lot of people who are, constantly playing the blame game or not able to apologize for their mistakes or just refusing to take any responsibility. And here's the thing is that when we're always saying it's someone else's fault or abdicating all responsibility, it's it, it's a very low vibrational friendship because just in general as individuals or relationship, I should say, because just as in, um, in general as individuals, when we're able to take responsibility for our life and our choices and empower ourselves to do better and to actually be willing to change something within us, that is one of the highest vibrations to be operating out of. And so can you imagine if both parties in that relationship are operating from that energy, what kind of relationship can bloom from that? And it is a tough pull to swallow self-awareness to say that, okay, here is my flaw or here's how I maybe made a mistake, but I'm willing to look inwards and do better, yeah, it's, it, it's hard. It's, that's uncomfortable. But relationships require coming out of our comfort zone. And also just something else to keep in mind is that our relationships, regardless of who they're with, they are our biggest opportunity for growth. And they're constantly revealing to us, like I said earlier, something within us that we can improve on because none of us are perfect, but it's so easy when it comes to other people to point the fingers. But when it comes to ourselves, we, it's much harder. But when we can turn inwards and actually say, okay, what role did I play in this misunderstanding? How could I have shown up better? That's how you can actually take this relationship to the next level. The second green flag to look out for in a relationship is someone who has strong communication skills, and particularly someone who asks questions to, for clarity. It's very easy to build stories in our head, to create assumptions based on our past experiences, conditioning, based on our fears, our doubts, limitations, and based on the stories and narratives we create, which are often backed up by fear and doubt as our ego's way of trying to protect us, we end up pushing away other people. And one of my favorite phrases when it comes to building assumptions is that when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. And that is so true. But instead, when we can have the courage to actually ask questions, That is when, and to actually get to the bottom of it and see the other person's perspective and where they're coming from, that is how we can actually preserve that relationship. And also when it comes to communication is having the courage to actually not judge someone or critique someone, but... Give constructive criticism from a place of love love and not judgment and tell someone, Hey, you know what? This was not cool that you did X, Y, Y, and Z. But so many of us are so scared to speak up because we don't want to rock the boat. But here's the thing is that when you don't speak up and you actually hold something within you and you let it fester, you are naturally going to rock that boat because eventually it's going to get to a point where you can no longer hold it in and something's going to trigger it and you're going to explode and and we push that person away, so wouldn't you rather just deal with it from the get-go and see what the issue is or how you can actually move forward? The third green flag to look out for in any relationship is someone who is able to be vulnerable and also creates a safe space that invites in your vulnerability. Friendships, romantic relationships whether it's over to your colleagues, whatever it is, is we need to feel safe and supported. That is our, our fun, one of our most fundamental needs is feeling safe and supported. And when we can be our most authentic selves and show up without a filter and not worry about judgment, not worry, okay, I've said this out loud, will the other person tell someone else? It is one of the most freeing feelings to be operating out of. Authenticity is one of the most magnetic energies to be operating out of. And guess what? When you are vulnerable, when you let your guard down, that is how you also invite in someone else's vulnerability. But if we're constantly walking around because we fear judgment or what will someone say is we have to realize in that state, we're also not being our most authentic self. And so essentially, we're showing up inauthentically. And if we attract based on who we are being, essentially, you could be the nicest kind of person, but when you're not being true to yourself, when you're not being authentic, when you're constantly walking around with a mask and living with a filter, you're going to naturally attract people who do the same. And if both parties in that relationship are not being true to themselves, if they're both being inauthentic, what kind of relationship do you really think can come out of it? It's going to be a very lackluster, inauthentic relationship. And again, I don't think you need to wear your heart on your sleeve, but just challenge yourself. Okay. How can I slowly let my guard down? And again, is I think with relationships is that we build trust within each other and just say, okay, I can show, reveal 1% of me and let me see how that goes down. And then slowly over time, show more of yourself. But even with your current relationships, it doesn't have to be new relationships, your current relationships. Firstly, Yeah, like I said, 1%, how can I show up a bit more and just give a little more of who I am, a piece of me? And in doing so, I'm actually going to give the other person permission to do the same. And secondly, how can I create a safe space, an even safer space for those around me? And I know sometimes when someone shares their intimate details to you, as much as you have their best interest at heart, in some situations, it's easy to use it as a form of gossip or tell other people, but whether or not someone has prefaced what they've told you with, or please don't mention it to anyone, it should be a rule of thumb that if, if someone has shared with you their intimate details, no matter how technically, how well you know them, how close they are, keep it within you, make, become a vault, not, you know, if someone has felt that comfort level within you to share something, give them that respect. And here's the thing is that we want other people to do that for us. If we open up in a moment of, um, in in a specific moment, and we share something that's sacred to, to us or confidential, or where we just felt that need to tell the other person like an intimate detail, we would expect it to be kept under wraps. But can you imagine if someone used it as information to pass around? It would feel awful. And so just become a vault and say that when someone tells you something, let me keep it within myself. And also just like I said, is showing up more authentically, whether it's not just from a place of being vulnerable, but just how can I be more true to myself? Where am I saying yes when I much rather say no? Where am I doing things? doing things that I don't necessarily want to do? Where am I letting imposter syndrome get the best of me? So I'm not actually taking action on towards the goals or desires I actually want. Because in all those moments, essentially, we are being inauthentic. We aren't being true to ourselves. And that's the kind of people we're going to attract into our life. The fourth green flag to look for in relationships is someone who is consistent, someone who takes initiative, who shows up, and where the friendship or relationship feels like it is constant. There's nothing more attractive, metaphorically and literally, than someone who is hot and cold. So one day they're really outgoing, friendly, they make an effort, they're always making plans, but then the next day you don't really hear from them couple of months pass, they're off the radar. And then suddenly out of nowhere, they come back. Because here's the thing is that when you're showing up, when someone, when you're showing up, I should say inconsistently, or someone else is showing up inconsistently, let actions speak louder than words. They're not prioritizing this relationships. And again, we all have stuff going on in our lives. You don't have to keep up with someone all of the time, but at the same time, you got to touch base every now and then. And again, consistency and taking initiative doesn't mean meeting someone all the time, but it's just, you know, like I said, just sending a message, seeing, I haven't heard from you in a while, how are you doing? And the more you show up in that manner, you will see that that's how people also show up in your life. And so like I'm constantly with all these green flags I'm sharing, we also have to ask ourselves, am I exhibiting these character traits in my current relationships? And finally, the fifth green flag in relationships to look out for, which is a really good sign that the person in front of you is someone you should try to build a connection with, is equality. And I'm not saying equality from women's rights and all that, but don't get me wrong, that's very important. But equality in the sense of Do you provide me with what I provide to you? Are you as invested in this relationship as I am? Are you energetically giving me what I'm giving you? And a lot of times we find ourselves in one-sided friendships whereby we are constantly the go-to person. So hearing someone vent, being someone's punching bag, listening to other people's stories but then the other person might not be asking us questions or listening to us or giving us that space to speak or to share our issues or our stories and you can soothe yourself and say i'm always the listener or i've always been this kind of way but you have to look at it for what it is and that's a very one-sided friendship or relationship and also like i said is it has to be an equal investment in the relationship. Are you the one always reaching out? Are you the one always making plans? Are you the one who's always trying to take this relationship forward? Or is it an equal balance? And again, there are going to be seasons in life where you're the one doing more of the work, whereas other seasons where the other person is putting in more of the work. It's not tit for tat by any means, but overall you should feel that there is an equal energy exchange because when there is an imbalance in terms of the energy exchange in relationships, you are undoubtedly depleting yourself. You're draining yourself of your energy. And we, when we are energetically drained, it zaps who we are as individuals. So we're only going to attract more lack-based outcomes, number one. So we're going to attract more energy vampires. And that's why, again, drawing boundaries is so important and actually curating the people we surround ourselves with, because again, if we're not, if what, what we accept, we tolerate, and that's what we draw more of. And so really saying, really saying, okay, where are the one-sided relationships in my life? And how can I show up in a way that shows that this is not something that's okay with me? And secondly, if, where am I also maybe taking more from the relationship and not, how can I give more? We got it. going to keep saying, take accountability. And essentially where does, because when the energy exchange is equal, that is a sweet spot for every relationship because you're literally reinforcing to your nervous system that we are safe and we are supported. We're not putting ourselves in overdrive. And when we are in overdrive, that is a breathing ground for fears, doubts, insecurities, and a very unfulfilling relationship and more importantly, an unfulfilling way of life. And so there you have it. These are five green flags to look out for when creating relationships. And I'm just going to sum it up quickly is someone who has a healthy level of self-awareness and takes accountability. Number two, someone with good communication skills and is able to have the courage to ask questions rather than form assumptions. Number three is someone who you feel safe to let your guard down with and to be more vulnerable number four is someone who is consistent and shows up regularly and finally the fifth green flag to look out for in relationships is equality where there is an equal energy exchange Before I sign up, I would love to hear from you how you enjoy this episode, if it resonated with you. And also I would love to hear, what do you feel are green flags in relationships? Let's get the conversation going and send them to me. And I will maybe do a follow-up episode if that's something you are interested in. And so I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushboo.kway. You can head to the show notes for spelling. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love, all the abundant vibes, and I wish you an incredible day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the fit and Fulfill podcast if you have an extra minute i'd so appreciate if you could head over to itunes and leave this podcast a five-star review in doing so it helps other people receive this message